Hi, and welcome back to the Mental Cruise podcast once again. Marketing remains one of the most popular fields of study in the US. The growth of marketing positions in the industry is pretty stable. And while the growth of the position isn't exactly extraordinary, graduates from marketing degrees are among the ones with the lowest unemployment in their fields. While advertising and commercial agencies struggled throughout the pandemic, the demand of good marketing and growth people in the tech industry exploded. How close are the subjects of agency and commercial work to startup growth? And how can you make the jump or even the start in one of those positions? That's something we're going to hear about from Gus Vega, an experienced mentor on Mentor Cruise, a top-rated coach on the platform. Gus is a growth manager at Uber in Brazil and focuses a lot of his work on strategic marketing and B2B marketing, as well as leading a team. Hey Gus, welcome to the show and thank you for joining me. Yes, Don, thank you. Thank you for inviting me and, and I'm very excited to be here and, and talk to you and everybody that loves Mentor Cruise. You've been on the, the platform for a little while. You're a top rated mentor, very experienced not only on Mentor Cruise, but also in your career. You've been in the marketing landscape for close to or over 15 years now. If you could point out one thing that has changed over more than a decade, what would it be? Marketing was a small group in another room, another building, and now they're involved inside the business. They have to work it side by side with others. I think this is what the, the, the most important change. The good news is that so I think the decisions that we make are no longer eternal. So... In the past, if you start up with something, that will lead you to a specific career path and it will be too, too tough to change at the North Star. And, but now things changed. Since we want, we want to have employees that have multiple experiences, it's good that they start with something and they, they also changed. And obviously, your position that you're in right now is something that has maybe only come up recently. Now you're working in, in growth marketing, a very strategic role. Would you say that was an easy shift to do or was there a struggle involved with that, you know, going to the startup world? When you're in commerce, it's easy to track your progress because the main KPI is revenue. So you, you can see, well, did you perform it very well today? So I think that the biggest struggle was to understand this, how you should assess if you're making a good work or not, if this is, it cannot be written on the KPIs, or if your work, it's a small contribution to the main KPI that everybody's contributing to. The second thing, it were in e-commerce, there's kind of a routine that, that you have to perform. There's a seasonality, of course, but there's a routine, develop, launch, test or even make a promo, reassess, make it like a main live, check it out, buy more supplies, especially in companies that are continually changing or evolving. As soon as you develop something, this will achieve the peak of the contribution and then will decrease. And if you're looking for exponential growth and your bosses is asking you to contribute with something that exponential, you have to keep introducing more and more stuff. I had this boss and whenever I came to him say, this is the project that I picked and I show it to him and he came to me and say, Gus, this is one digit contribution. I'm looking for something two digit contribution. I know that you can do best. You have to be able to make a larger contribution. I suppose now it's even more so a challenge for you that that you're not only a marketer and kind of the, the resident full stack person that, that's doing everything. You're a team manager. It's, it's a huge change, right? It's almost a new job. Especially with the pandemic that 
you have to start you have to start leading teams that are no longer side by side with you so you don't have the time you're going out for lunch that you cannot interact and you can connect and suddenly you have to be more efficient in your communication you have to be able to make everyone to have the same level of visibility. So I have a, an employee that was in Mexico and one of our struggles were, how can I make this person feel that they are part of the team? How they can make they are here with us? First of all, I dedicated a lot of time to set up the vision, to have everyone to have the same vision. We can always argue and we and, I, and I'm, I'm very open to be challenged as well. The second thing is about the execution discipline. And for that, I adopt a lot of agile methods. So I'm, I'm trying to be de- defining these weekly strings. And I think this transparency ha- happens a lot. And the last but not least important is development. And in development, I think we are now facing a situation where leaders need to continue inspire and encourage. People are passing to situations that they might be challenged for for a longer period. And we need to keep them reminding that their contribution that they are making and every effort that they are making, it's important for the company. It's contributing to the company and open the doors for them to to circle around or to grow even sometimes out of your team. Was going into leadership a, a goal of yours? that you had or was it with like so many others that you kind of slipped into it yes i always wish it to be a manager and when i look in the past i did it so badly (laughs) i started with zero development zero help from bosses and someone saying go there and then ask this person to do that for you and i kind of have to self-educate myself and i failed that was when i found a coach that really inspired me. And I think this is connected with the importance of having a man. It completely changed my life. I used to come to this person and say, hey, could you please do that? And oh, we have to do that. And it was so low confident. And afterwards, it, it came more like, a, hello, we are here. How we are feeling today? Well, we have this deadline. This is important to our company. What I need to give you in order to make you succeed. That's awesome. And a great transition to talk a little bit more about mentorship. Obviously, you've been on the platform. We, we chatted before for probably two years or maybe even more. And you've worked with numerous mentees probably from from all walks of life what challenges do these people have there's no mentee equal to other like each case it's a different cases that they come with the different needs and i have we have to be open-minded to adapt not only what we're going to give them as a content but also the way that we're going to connect and contribute to their needs usually they came with looking for the silver bullet and you of course you have to contribute in short term but i highly like to prepare them to make them able to make their own decisions especially i and i take this very seriously if you're helping someone that is and there's entrepreneur and he's investing in his entire money on there. I like to, to show them the full spectrum on what is the best, what is the marketing is doing, what other, other, other leaders did in their position. So they are capable of developing the muscles and make them decisions by themselves. Obviously, a, a mentor is there to, to empower. I think a, a recurring theme that, that you're not there to, to give the answer, but to give people the tools. If I have a goal to maybe enter a similar career to yours, how does the whole market look like, especially now nowadays where 
everything is a little bit in despair and we're hearing about layoffs all the time. I know there are professionals that are struggling with the market and economics on the locations that they are. I think the development and opportunities are more broad now in comparison to, to in the past. Like you can start learning with almost zero investment or little investment and having access to this beautiful content and the high, well development that you can see on the web that back days. The second thing is that now that it's, it's easy, easier for you to look for opportunity that is not so close to you. Like there's several startups that no longer require you to be in the same location. This is something new. There's also new ways of work where you come and you they hire you per hour. So I think the issue for those that are starting right now is to find where there is the need of someone like you and then match their offer with the value that you expect. If I could say something that I that can really, really help you is learn how to be sharp about your pitch, what is your strong points, how you are going to bring this in a storytelling, in a narrative, how you can identify what is the most important thing on that specific uh, profile that they're looking for. This is something that you have to be good at. I love the point of telling a story and, and kind of wrapping up your experience and your background as part of a comprehensive story. Definitely a great opportunity is to connect with someone like you, for example, who is in that role to, to maybe try and, and polish that a little bit. We did talk about storytelling and kind of, you know, selling your background as, as part of your story a couple of episodes ago when we were talking about product management. And product management is kind of a, an interesting role where almost no one is a pure product manager. People come from different backgrounds. They're trying to enter the industry. And that's something that's really valued. Do you work with people that have changed their careers from something else into marketing? And, and how's the whole landscape there? Is that valued where you when you come with different ideas or not everything that a company is looking for is on the job profile and one of the interesting things that i see is that they have this double sword if i could say on their experience so they are good at marketing but also have this overview of sales or they are good at marketing but also have this strong analytical finance background and this is this is highly valued are there any emerging trends on the horizon where you think like that's a new opportunity that people can grow into those that are again able to adopt some of the product or development that from the devs engineering processes in ways of thinking going to succeed in the future as we shift it to more tech the development applications everything is now uh, has to consider devs have to consider someone that is developing something a new hard code so they're going to rule where we are heading and they're going to define the agenda or the pipelines on how the things will what the output will be and if you don't learn how they work how they operate and you're going to work side by side with them it will be harder for you to learn about tendencies, adapt yourself to what's going to hap happen next. Unfortunately, we're also getting towards the end of our time. I, I feel like we could chat for, for an hour Me more. Too. But before we end, I would have three smaller questions for you. 
the first one would be a book recommendation. If you could give one book that people can read, maybe even pick up today and start reading, what would it be? I would like to give three, uh, if you don't mind, very briefly. Go for it. One is uh, Influence by Cialdini. I think it, you need to learn influence internally and externally in your customers. You have to learn how to influence people and how to influence audiences. I think this is it. Blitzscaling, I think it's another one. I know that this is a... Uh, sensitive topic nowadays that the the capital and the budgets is no longer available. But the, I think there's interesting strategies, especially in growth hacking, that can be learned through that book. And lastly, marketing to uh, 4.0 from Kotler. I think there's no way you can go along with marketing career without learning about Kotler. I think this is our the three. Amazing. Lo- love the extra value. Second point would be if I am just starting out but I've listened to your podcast and I feel like I want to follow your footsteps. What's the first easy step I can take? So first of all, this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. I think there, there are people that are listening to us that are struggling to pay their bills or their business are passing through. Not a, a typical process where they're, they're critical, but looking for support. Looking for mentors, for coaches and partners that can help you through this phase. Someday this all will pass and we're going to look at this as another chapter of, of our portfolio of experience. Amazing. And then last but not least, you're obviously on Mentor Cruise. Where can we find out more about you, about your work? Do you have any social profiles very active? Where can people reach out elsewhere? I'm pretty much active on LinkedIn. I know that most of my contents in there are in Portuguese, but I send it something is in, in English. I'm launching, I'm also a digital instructor. I'm connecting in some development and teaching schools. You can look at everything in my LinkedIn. But I, I, I love my profile on Mentor Cruise as well. This is a great way for you to connect with me if you want. Amazing. All of those links are obviously going to be in the description of this podcast so people can follow up with you. And just to finish it off, I'd like to thank you again for taking the time today. I think this was amazing and a ton of fun and hopefully talk again soon. Thank you, Don. Thank you for being with me. And for those that stay with us until the end, thank you so much. I hope it, it, we could contribute to you somehow. Awesome. Thank you for coming on to the show. Thank you.